Yeah, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, it's the whistleblower on the air. I'd like to thank you all for listening tonight. But anyways, we have some very interesting news that's come up over the last week, and I'd like to thank our courts for finally delivering some common sense to our society. We have Mr. Horrigan, who's tap dancing around with this gas prices and all that stuff, you know. I mean, he thinks he's fooling people. He's not fooling a goddamn soul. As far as myself is concerned, he's just playing childish little games with our tax dollars, you know. He's separate. He's stopped a lot of projects. He's going around promising, oh, we're going to get this done and creating a union for uh, special benefits for union people, you know. I mean, I'm a union man myself, but my God, I mean, you know, now he's taking over the over the uh, workers for uh, care homes and now all that stuff, they all got to be unionized. I mean, my goodness, you know, I mean, what happened to free choice in our society? Look at the taxes that they're putting on, all this surcharge tax, uh, the expeculation tax. Why in the Jesus Christ don't they turn around and start by, uh, you know, forbidding owners to buy property in Canada. I mean, you know, I think it's simple. Maybe there's more to it than I know. I'm only a rookie at this right now, so I'll be learning a lot. But what I'd like to come back is, as back to our original theme here, the court finally delivers a decision that kind of shocks the government. Well, and the, and the BC pipeline opponents. Well, I think it's very good. And there's five takes we can get on this for, you know, for sure. And I just like to quote the, the province paper. The provinces cannot bring in legislation to stop pipelines or because the federal government has jurisdiction. The government has known this all along. They say they're setting back, doing very little. And I know there's work going on with the pipeline, which is wonderful, and I'm glad. But, you know... Scholars are trying to tell this thick-headed man, hey, why don't you stop and listen a little? And Mr. David Eby, you know, I mean, he's the Cape Crusader with his school tax on all his friends over on the west side of town. Wow. Hey, here he goes again. Now he wants to go to the Supreme Court. There's more of our tax dollars. I've never seen a government that has cost us so damn much and done so little in the last few years. Mind you, we have Mr. Weaver sitting in the background, you know, I mean, he's not saying too much, and that's probably his thing. He's a smart man. <laughs> Gotta have a little respect, you know, the old saying, a silent ship is a mystery ship, and one to always be respected. Now, the, the court focused on the BC legends legislation and directly figured it was directly aimed at the pipeline, and they're absolutely right. But, like I was saying a moment ago, E.B. still wants to go to court. Give it up. You know, let's get the show on the road. I mean, you know, I'm so glad for Kenny and Notley. I mean, <clears throat> I'm glad to see that finally we're getting something done. There is a final decision to come down the June the 18th, but I got a darn feeling I think it's going to go ahead. And I hope it does, because I'd like to see us all, I'd like to see people getting employed. You know, 
I mean, their government, this government has cost a lot. We are losing jobs. Oh, it doesn't show, I know, but anyways, you know. And it's also, the, there are people of the unfundamentalists or the environmentalists are harping about the fact that there's more tools in the box. The law is the law. Can you not figure it out? If you need it translated to another language, I'm sure our government would be more than happy to pay for it. But God Almighty, it's plain English. The government, the federal government has the authority over pipelines. So give up the little games, boys and girls. You know, let's get on with it. Now we have this investigation going on about higher gas prices. Look what the hero of Victoria is doing. My goodness. I really think this man should go into the hall of... <clears throat> Anyways, you know, he wants now, he's got an investigation going. But there's a catch. You can't investigate the government. No, no. That that's, would mean we'd have to have something transparent and open. No, they're not responsible. No. No, they're, they're, I, I, I can see the innocence in their eyes when they speak to us from the podium. Well, we have the BC carbon tax at 8.9% per liter. BC TransLink, 18.5 cents as of July 1st per liter. Then we have 35%, 35, that's 35 cents per liter in provincial taxes. Then we have the federal government who has 10 cents and the federal sales tax of 18 cents. So that's 18, so that's 53 cents a liter. My goodness, I think that if we multiplied that by four, that's a little over $2 a gallon in just taxes. My, my, I, oh my goodness, you know, I think we better bring in Inspector Clouseau to really help Mr. Horrigan get to the bottom of this. He's going to have the Utilities Commission look into the gouging. Oh my God. Uh-oh. Watch out. There goes the Lone Ranger and Roy Rogers. My Western heroes are gone. Here comes Horrigan. Wow. Anyways, Mr. Horrigan, my suggestion to you, sir, you may be a very fine man, and I know you were a in the petroleum industry as a critic and stuff like that. I can respect that. But, sir, there are people out here that are suffering. You know, like, what in the god darn... Cut your goddamn taxes and start your spending. Get jobs rolling. That is something the NDP has never done. They're so good at cancelling things. Look at what you did out, at the, out here in... Uh, for the tunnel. Oh my goodness. Now all of a sudden the pressure is on and you're out there touting by 2025. I'll add another five years on to that. My goodness. You know, I really and think you guys are really need to get your heads examined. Honestly. And I really would appreciate it for all of us. You know, you talked about transparency and making things affordable. You haven't made things affordable. You have walked one way and talked another. And you know, it really becomes annoying. You know, and I have a little name for it. It's called being two-faced. But anyways, what else is new? Anyways, thank you very, very much for your listening, ladies and gentlemen.